Good morning. Uh, welcome to our service on the first Sunday in Lent, the morning prayer. Our psalm is Psalm 50 on page 401. I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee and am no more worthy to be called thy son. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together the Venite. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with songs. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. But worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 50 on page 401. The Lord, even the most mighty God, has spoken, and called the world from the rising up of the sun unto the going down thereof. Out of Zion hath God appeared, in perfect beauty. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. There shall go before him a consuming fire, and a mighty tempest shall be stirred up round about him. He shall call the heaven from above, and the earth, that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me with sacrifice. And the heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God is judge himself. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. I myself will testify against thee, O Israel, for I am God, even thy God. I will not reprove thee because of thy sacrifices. As for thy burnt offerings, they are always before me. I will take no bullock out of thine house, nor he goes out of thy folds. For all the beasts of the forest are mine, and so are the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls upon the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are in my sight. If I be hungry, I will not tell thee, for the whole world is mine, and all that is therein. Thinkest thou that I will eat bull's flesh, and drink the blood of goats? Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the Most Highest. And call upon me in the time of trouble, so will I hear thee, and thou shalt praise me. But unto the ungodly saith God, why dost thou preach my laws, and takest my covenant in thy mouth? 
as thou hatest to be reformed, and hast cast my words behind thee. When thou sawest a thief, thou contentest unto him, and hast been partaker with the adulterers. Thou hast let thy mouth speak wickedness, and with thy tongue thou hast set forth deceit. Thou sattest and spakest against thy brother, yea, and hast slandered thine own mother's son. These things hast thou done, and I held my tongue, and thou thoughtest wickedly that I am even such a one as thyself. But I will reprove thee, and set before thee the things that thou hast done. O consider this, ye that forget God, lest I pluck you away, and there is none to deliver you. Whoso offereth me thanks and praise, he honoreth me. And to him that ordereth his way aright, will I show salvation of God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 58th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Cry aloud, spare not. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Tell my people their transgression, and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily, and delight to know my ways. As a nation that did righteousness, and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching God. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen? Why have we afflicted our souls, and you take no notice? In fact, in the day of your fast you find pleasure, and exploit all your laborers. Indeed, you fast for strife and debate, and to strike with the fist of wickedness. You will not fast as you do this day, to make your voice heard on high. It is a fast that I have chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul. Is it to bow down his head like a bulrush, and to spread out sackcloth and ashes? Would you call this a fast, and an acceptable day to the Lord? Is not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out, when you see the naked, that you cover him, and not hide yourself from your own flesh? Then your light shall break forth like the morning, your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger, and speaking wickedness, if you extend your soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light shall dawn in the darkness, and your darkness shall be as the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually, and satisfy your soul in drought, and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water, 
whose waters do not fail. Those from among you shall build the old waste palaces. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations, and you shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. If you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord honorable, and shall honor him, not doing your own ways, nor finding your own pleasure, <coughs> nor speaking your own words, then you shall delight yourself in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride on the high hills of the earth, and feed you with the heritage of Jacob your father. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. <coughs> Here endeth the first lesson. Together, Te Diem. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee, the goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee, the noble army of martyrs praise thee, the holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee, the Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ, thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. <laughs> when thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God, in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints, in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine heritage. Govern them, and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the sixth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Take heed that you do not make, do not your charitable deeds before men, to be seen by them. Otherwise you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, 
that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions, as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites, with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father, who is in the secret place, and your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you openly. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Jubilate. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, for who our sake did fast forty days and forty nights, give us grace to use such abstinence, that our flesh being subdued to thy Spirit, we may ever obey thy godly motions in righteousness and true holiness, to thy honor and glory, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Ghost, world without end. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Um, Sunday morning in Lent. Sunday is a feast day because we're always celebrating the resurrection of our Lord Jesus. And so it's a day that we, we can actually, we relax, we can, I call it a pause in the fast. But a recommendation I have from experience is don't fall into debauchery and back into every little thing that you decided to dedicate to the Lord during Lent. Uh, it, makes the, it makes the fast harder. But we do relax and we celebrate uh, on a Sunday, and then we uh, return to the fasting during Lent itself. And so that was just a comment on that because, like I said, it's, it's something I've experienced. Um, not the debauchery, please, but you know when you pause in the fast and it's something you've you've decided to dedicate to the Lord. But I think the real key is that you ask God and you let His Spirit speak through you of how you will uh, celebrate this day and maintain um, your faithfulness and your weight for God's reward. So um, in our passages today, there's a kind of a theme running through all of them. And it's a, it, there's this tension all through Lent, it seems like, of, of the tension between those who um, fall into worldly things and those who wait and keep a faithful heart. So in our psalm, we see that. But before we start, in our psalms in the prayer book, we don't see that in the psalms there's, there's an inclusion in, in the actual documents that, that have, well, sometimes they have titles. And this one's called a Psalm of Asaph, A-S-A-P-H. And Asaph was a, um, a, a, leader, a worship leader in, in David's time. He and David were both very, very skilled singers and poets. And when David brought the ark in, into Jerusalem, he, um, he um, appointed Asaph to be the chief minister to, to lead the worship before the ark. And so this is the Psalm of Asaph. And um, in Chronicles, First Chronicles in 16, we read, He appointed some of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord to commemorate, to thank, and to praise the Lord God of Israel. 
Asaph the chief, and next to him. And so, um, the, again, the, the familiar part of this psalm is that um, our heart is what, what counts. And so God speaks in this psalm, and it's a kind of a psalm where, where God is actually almost like a prophecy. He's doing the speaking. And he, co he condemns the sacrifices that don't come from a pure heart. And um, as, as always, because this is a, a part of hope, um, is that to consider this, you who forget God, lest I tear you to pieces, and there be none to deliver. Whoever offers praise glorifies me, and to him who orders his conduct or right, I will show the salvation of God. So there's always a remnant, and there's always people that stay with God, and he's always calling us back into relationship with him. So that's, again, one of our themes of Lent is for us to, to dedicate ourselves to getting closer to God. In our section Isaiah, it's a part, it's a beginning of a big section of Isaiah where we describes the future glory of God's people. And it talks about fasting from the heart and an acceptable day to the Lord. In verse 6, we see at, at first God condemns the kind of fast that the people are having. And then in verse 6, he starts, this is a fast that I have chosen. And it's to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, um, share your bread with the hungry. So it's all the things of love that come from a, a pure heart. And it, he, he tells the people um, who fast from the heart, if you turn away... From doing the pleasures, from doing your pleasures on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord honorable. Then you shall delight yourself in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride on high hills of the earth, and feed you with inherited of Jacob your father. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. So right worship means that coming from a right place of the heart. And of course, the, another thing of Lent in, in the the theme is as we wait for God, um, we find that. Waiting for God has such a reward that, that the temporal rewards of the earth that they don't even they don't hold a candle to it. So it's it's important for us to wait, and we'll see that in our um, gospel passage today as Jesus goes through the temptation and is tested. So in Matthew, we t it talks about uh, what worship from the heart looks like, and in verse seven it talks about vain repetitions. Don't don't pray. Um, and use vain re repetitions as the heathen do, for that they think they will move God with many words. Pardon me. So um, I want to talk about vain repetitions because when I tell people I'm Anglican sometimes, oh, you guys do vain repetitions or prayers because you're reading them. And that's not what vain repetitions is about. Uh, vain repetitions is an effort to, to move God and to bring God into your will. And our prayers are designed to bring us into God's will. So a written prayer is not a bad thing. Jesus, uh, being a good Jewish boy, he repeated the Shema from Deuteronomy 6 uh, two to three times a day. And it's a long passage, but they were repeated with the intent of changing the, the prayer and bring him into line with God's own will. So... Um, I think if you want to judge a prayer, think about is it, it's not my will, but thy will be done. So I know when I have faced uh, anxiety or if I, I've uh, counseled people that have anxiety, I've recommended the practice of, of repeating a prayer, um, especially the prayer of trustful, trustfulness, which I believe is on 597. And I recommend everybody memorize that one and repeat it regularly. And in, my, in that prayer and repeating it, it's slow. And I, um, I'm not trying to force God to do something for me, but I'm trying to center myself in an awareness of who God is. 
and who I am in relation to God. And I'm trying to bring myself into alignment with God's will, not bend God to my will. So I think um, the idea of a repeated prayer, a repetition of prayers, there was a cult. There were cults back in the times, and they would do, uh, I don't want to pick on anybody, but, um, you know, somebody that just starts repeating something to go into a trance. We're just trying to bring our, our hearts and our, our minds into a um, awareness and center ourselves on Jesus. So we saw that Jesus repeated scriptures in his temptation. He repeated prayers, um, and we'll see in his temptation. And also at his crucifixion, he repeated psalms. So these things are what reminds us of, of who God is and who we are, like I have mentioned already. He also taught them a prayer that they could pray, and we just prayed that prayer, of course. And he said, and, and, and don't pray like the heathen do, but pray in this manner. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking that um, it's, it's really important for us to remember who God is, who we are in relation to God, and to keep our hearts and minds pure. And so sometimes having something to grab onto as we pray is not a bad thing. Um, I mentioned the, the prayer for trustfulness. And uh, because it's Sunday morning and we're going to go right into communion, and that's where we're, we're moving from morning prayer to com communion. I'm going to end with uh, a prayer for Sunday morning. And then, of course, if I don't do the prayer for trustfulness after um, uh, promoting it so much, that would be bad. So uh, let's return to prayer. O God, who make us as glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, Thou save us this day such blessing through our worship of Thee, that the days to come may be spent in Thy service, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O most loving Father, who willest us to give thanks for all things, to dread nothing but the loss of Thee, to cast all our cares on Thee who cares for us, preserve us from faithless fears and worldly anxieties, and Grant that no clouds of this mortal life may hide from us the light of that love which is immortal, and which thou hast manifested unto us in thy Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Chris. Looks like we both had some coughing this morning, and thank everybody for be, being with us. It was good to pray with you. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Have a beautiful day, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you.